Rachel Daly is a striker. The end. The Koi Gig Pod on OTB Sports. She's got great passing range. She scores goals. She's great in the air. Brilliant in the air. Yeah. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mode. Delighted to uh, welcome on the line on this uh, Tuesday morning the uh, Kilkenny and uh, Ballyhill Shamrocks hurler Adrian Mullen. Morning, Adrian. How are things? Good morning, lads. How are you? Keeping well. We're keeping well. Uh, another good win in the the Leinster Club Championship at the weekend against uh, against Nace. Uh, closer game for large swathes of that match than, than a lot of people expected, I guess. Adrian and Nace made a mockery of those nine to eleven odds pre-match. Yeah, exactly. Um, nine know, to one, so I should say. <laughs> yeah, um, I suppose in the first half, um, you know, uh, there was periods there where they were well on top of us, and um, you know they could have uh, banged in a few goals there in the first, I'd say, ten minutes, but. Uh, you no, know, thankfully uh, Dean Mason was on top of his game, like so he he kept he kept them out. But uh, yeah, no, it was very very tough uh, first half, and um, I suppose we just pulled away then in the second half. I suppose you, was it strength and depth? Was it maybe the the extra layers of fitness you you have going into this year that they kind of helped you push on in the second half, or or a combination of a few things? Um, yeah, no, I say it was a combination of a few things. Um, you know, because we went we obviously went in the half time. I think was it level or we were a pint up and. Um, you know, we, we weren't playing well at all. So I think at halftime, we probably corrected a few things and um, went out in second half. And, you know, I suppose we we probably hurled a bit more to our potential, like in second half um, and, you know, kept kept taking over the points. And then obviously the the goals came with um, Owen Cody and, and Joey Cody as well. So that gave us a, a right boost. So you're five in a row with Kenny Senior Hurling Champions. You're going for five in a row Leinster titles. You'll, of course, face uh, Kilmacud Crokes, as we've been uh, speaking about already this morning on, on, on the show in the, uh, the Leinster Decider. Uh, like, how do you keep motivated year on year, Adrian, when, you, when, you're, when you're so dominant? Complacency is always at risk, I guess, for, with any team of setting in, but are there ways in which you manage to, to kind of sit down at the start of the, start of the year and, and get rid of any potential remnants of complacency? Um, well, I suppose... A lot of that is down to the management as well. You know, they they kind of keep us hungry, um, and they they obviously don't let the complacency uh, sink in with us. Like so, a huge amount of that is down to the management, and obviously we have uh, we have I suppose leaders on the team as well who uh, who you know keep the keep the ball rolling as well. Like you know, and you have probably likes of Joy Hall and Colin and TJ who've done it all in the game and. When when you see those lads are still as hungry as ever, you know um, they kind of bring the you know, say the younger lads on on as well. Like so, um, yeah. When we're looking at them and you know they're they're mad to win, um, it kind of feeds into us as well. It's amazing the the family links to to your Ballyhill squad. I guess it's no surprise at club level that there's going to be there's going to be families there. Like you, you, your cousins are, are Michael and Colin, Colin Fenley as well. So I, I'd imagine from a young age. You're tapping into those lads and, and uh, I guess, utilising their experience to, to help yourself. Oh, 100%, yeah. Um, no, uh, but when I was a young lad, um, I suppose Colin and, and Mick were, were winning all Ireland with Ballyhill and Kilkenny. Like, so, you know, to have, have those uh, lads to look up to and then obviously I got to play with, the, play with them as well. I played with Mick for um, a couple of years and still play with Colin. So, um, yeah, those, they, they were huge uh, for me when I was younger. Um you know, I, I've often said, say, nights before all Ireland, they used to call into the house, and you know, if when you have lads going going up to Crow Park the next day and calling into your house the night before, like it's it's uh, it's obviously going to drive you on to, I suppose, um, try be like them as well. So, um, that was a huge help. 
you probably have them on a pedestal as well. Like at a young age, you're looking at them going, well, am I ever going to get to that point? Yeah, um, I suppose that, that that makes you um, become a, be- a better player as well because, you know, when you're thinking, am, am I going to ever do what they do? Um, you know, it really drives you on. Um, and, you know, it really makes you work, work for it as well. Um, and, you know, I think that makes you become a better player looking up to those lads and trying to do what they do. You have the three brothers on the on the Valley Hill team, which is Darren, Patrick, and uh, and Kevin. Where, where do you come in the in the group in terms of age? Um, so, yeah, the oldest is Patrick, and then you have Kevin, then you have Darren, then I'm the fourth. So, and yeah, I'm the fourth uh, oldest. The uh, the like positionally, are you all in different areas of the pitch? Were you in the back garden, like playing in different positions growing up, or did you all have uh, have ambitions to be to be uh, banging the ball over the bar? I guess. Um, yeah, no, I suppose you have uh, two back, uh, Kevin and Darren are probably the backs in the family, and then uh, Patrick plays midfield, but he's always kind of a forward growing up, and then um, I was more of a forward as well, although I played in the backs there when I was younger, but uh, no, I always kind of imagined myself as, as a forward as well, so, um, you know, the, the, the matches in the back garden were interesting back in the day, so... There's no holding back when it comes to sibling rivalries. Like I can speak to that. Um, they, I, I remember the, the the dreaded cruciate, and we were talking about cruciates on the show already this morning. But February 2020 national league game against Clare, um, and and I know even which is quite remarkable. I don't know if there's genetics linked to this. I'm not a scientist, but yeah, your brother Darren suffered cruciate uh, injury twice as a teenager. Patrick had a similar setback in, in 20, 2017. So you've all had that um, heartbreak of the SEL. Yeah, it's it's actually a weird one that I suppose you all did. Um, but look, I, I don't think it I don't think it runs in the family. I think maybe we were just uh, unlucky. And uh, you know, Darren did his when he was fourteen. Did his first one when he's fourteen, and second one when he's sixteen. Um, so you know, for him to come back from from two of those was obviously unbelievable. Um, uh, work that he that he put into it, like. Um, and you know, I I probably had them to kind of tap into as well when I was doing my my rehab and learn from them as well. So, um, yeah, no fair play to them. Do you get to lean on on sports psychologists when you when you when you have an ACL? Because it strikes me as something that when you're involved in in the the Hell for Leather Championship with Club or County, you're it's almost like part of your identity that your whole year has almost been moulded around what happens with your club and what and with the county and fixtures so like is it, is it must be tough mentally as well as physically to to cope with that I'm, I'm sure you have support systems there to, to kind of help you get through those those tough days yeah no um, it was unbelievably uh, tough mentally um, I, I could actually say it was tougher mentally than it was physically um, but I probably did my cruise at a bad time um, it was during Covid so no, I had no access to to one on one psychologists or no even getting into the gym or stuff like that. Like so, um, no, I, I I think psychologists when 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 any player gets injured, I think psychologists would be a huge help to him. But uh, I obviously I unfortunately didn't have the chance to speak to anyone, and you know I'd I'd recommend um, for anyone who does get an injury like that to probably you know talk to someone because. You know, it is it is very mentally tough, like, and um, as I said, it's probably more mentally challenging than it is physically challenged. 
Um, Adrian, we've uh, been chatting about you a good bit on the show over the last couple of years. Tommy Welch, when I heard you were coming on, it was a Tommy Welch comment that jumped out for me when he was on. Um, I can't remember exactly, but it might have been 18 months ago, two years ago, and he was a, a massive fan of yours when you started to sort of come on the radar. And, and like, just it struck me, just given the quality of some of the names that we've mentioned already, some of them are your relations, and the quality of the players that have come through Kilkenny over the years. Um, have you... Do you take, like, you're still very young in your career, do you take much of an opportunity to chat to some of the greats that have been there? Um, maybe the likes of Henry might be sort of slightly off the radar at the minute, but are there, are there any of those players that you've been able to lean on or chat to or watch back? Or, yeah, given, given the lineage of amazing players in your position that have come through Kilkenny? Yeah, no, 100%. Um, I spoke to a few over, over, the, few, over the years, um, and obviously I got to play with a few, uh, a few of the greats over, mm. the, over the years with. Uh, the club and county, like so, um, yeah, you definitely learn off those lads. Um, you know, I had uh, one year, I think I had uh, Henry, DJ, and uh, Brian Cody over me in the same year. So, um, obviously, you're going to learn a, a fair bit off off those three lads. Um, so, yeah, no, they're they're a huge help. What was Henry like to could like could you could you sit with him and go because I know like certain players we talked to Ronan Agar a fair bit in the show and he says he doesn't want to talk to his out halves too much about that specific thing but could you like is he proactive coming up to you giving you pointers are you chasing him up how does that work? Um, well, yeah, I don't want to get into too much about Henry because uh, obviously he's gone elsewhere but uh, yeah no he he was unbelievable and um, no he's he was an unreal manager and a person to have around the club like so. Um, yeah, no, he's class. He's all, he's, all, he's all swimming in the WhatsApp group when the the Shefflin Cody handshake incident happened. Like, I mean, storming a teacup for some people, but I mean, it was one of those moments where I'm sure the players are kind of sitting back going, "Ah, oh, this is it's interesting." It adds a bit of spice to the games, I suppose. Yeah, I, I don't think there was much in it, though. To be honest, um, obviously for the players looking on, we didn't get in, too much involved in it. Like, so um, I think that was up for the that was for the kind of media and the and the the spectators to kind of talk about, but uh, we didn't get involved in it too much. And you know, I, I'm sure the two, the two uh, Brian and Henry, um, would say the same that there was there wasn't much in it. Now, to be honest, do you remember when you when you first got that call from from Brian Cody? Because look, it's a, it's the end of an era now when he's when he's no longer in in charge. But when you got that first call from him to to either join the the setup, the training setup, or to to get into the squad fully, like what was what was going through your head? Because I'd imagine that's that's a that's a, that's a big moment in your life. Yeah, um, it's a huge moment, I suppose, because no, you're always dreaming of of getting that call. And um, no, we had a, a good run with uh, the club that year. And uh, he he rang me, I'd say, late December, early January to um, come in when when the club is over. So uh, no, that was that was unreal to get that that call, um, and especially off such a such a legend of the game as well like um, so yeah no I was buzzing when I got that call Who's the first person you talked to? Um, I think I was, I was actually in the library at the time uh, that we had exams so I was in the library and um, I just got this call you know I didn't have the number saved or anything so I didn't know who I was so I took the call anyway and sure all the lads were around me so um yeah, no, it was a few of the friends there in the library that heard first. Jeez, that's an awful place to get a call like that where you just want to start jumping up and down. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And you, you don't know whether to take it serious at the time either. You don't know if it's uh, if it's lads messing with you yeah. or whatever. So, um, yeah, no, you have to let it sink in for, for a couple of minutes first. Do you celebrate that? Like, it strikes me if you're a young, young lad and you get called into the team, you want you want to celebrate moments like that. And even, you know, winning an All-Star like this year and stuff, I know the individual gongs and honours probably 
mean more to you when when you retire at some point and looking back in your career. But it must be nice at the time to 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 get recognised, whether it's the call up to the team for the first time or whether it's an all star. Um, yeah, no, it's obviously it's a you know you you say it's a team game, but obviously these individual awards are are nice to have as well. And um, I think you know in in the at the in the moment you you have to enjoy these moments as well. Like so, um, yeah, no, there are definitely things you know that I'm no I'm happy about and. You know, I I do celebrate him, I suppose. TJ Reid, um, I think he's 35 years of age at the minute and, you know, scored 1-6 last weekend in that win over Nace. Uh, same week same week as the uh, birth of his first child, so big big week for TJ. But, um, I mean, Edron Jesus, he, he just keeps he just keeps performing year on year, doesn't he? He's, he's showing no signs of stopping. Yeah, it's it's actually, it's fairly ridiculous what he's doing, you know. It's uh, it's unbelievable to look at. Um and I suppose it's it's a credit to him the way he keeps himself so fit and and strong and you know match ready like um because to do that at 35 years of age and you know be the main man for for so many of the games as well like um it's it's unbelievable um I don't, I don't know how he's doing it to be honest but uh yeah no it's, it's probably down to um just the shape he keeps himself in and you know he's always just ready to go. I'm always fascinated by these um. Iconic players and, and hearing the insights for what they're like in training. I remember listening to some of the Kilmacud lads talking about uh, just Shane Walsh and how ridiculous he's being in training sessions and lobbing keepers and all this sort of stuff. But like, what what's TJ like in training? Um, when when he does train, he, geez, he's on, he's unbelievable. <laughs> um, we're we're um, I suppose we probably it's not that we take it for granted, but some of the things he he does in training, uh, we're, we're nearly used to at this stage. So um, I say if. If anyone else, any outsider was looking on and they seen some things that, that he does in training, they, they'd, you know, they, I'd say they wouldn't be able to believe it. Like, but uh, we're probably so used to it at this stage that when he does something, you know, you nearly expect him to do it. Like, when you're when you're in St Kieran's College and and like that's such an iconic place steeped in history, in Kenny Hurling as well, um, one of the great schools and and it's created so many top players, including yourself, but. When you're a kid walking through the wall, the, the hallways, and you're, you're seeing photographs of some of the former pupils and, and lads who've gone on to win multiple All Irelands, like that must that must be that must be quite a quite a feeling. It, it probably highlights just how much you want to, to break through and, and wear the black and amber for the first time. Yeah, um, obviously, so many uh, greats of the game have, have gone through uh, Kieran's College, like so. You know, there's a there's a hall in in Kieran's called the Glass Hall, and uh, you know it's it's covered in photographs of uh, former players. And uh, you know, sometimes most of the time you'd nearly be late for class because you're just glued to the walls, uh, looking at all these past players, like and just kind of imagine yourself being up there, like so. Um, you know, I think the probably the culture around Kieran's, um, you know, is huge to the development of the players. How do you have you have you been back? I'm sure you've. Uh... Your own photograph is no doubt on the walls in, in Kieran's now. Have you have you had the chance to get back and speak to, to students at any stage, or, or has that not come around? Yet? Um, yeah, no, I'm not sure if uh, my photograph is anywhere on the walls yet, but uh, hopefully it'll be there someday. Um, but no, I, I haven't been, you know, in there too much. Um, I, I keep in contact with a few a few of the teachers that were there, all right, but um, no, I haven't got a chance to go in and, t- and talk to the students anyway. Uh, Adrian, finally for me. Um, Limerick and their dominance. Uh, how how do you go about coping with 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 a team of of their strength? Because they've come through and created a team now that that's 
a team of an era and uh, and yet you've got yourselves and other counties breathing down their necks uh, trying to knock them off that that perch but can can you like how do how do you how do you line up against uh, Limerick at the moment like do you see weaknesses in, in in the team at all or is it just a case of you know on on your day you have to get everything 100% right in order to beat them yeah no Limerick are a serious outfit and um you know they've they've set the bar so I joined in the last few years, and it's probably up to the the chase the pack um, to to reach those levels as well. Um, but look, I, I I believe any any day you go onto the hurling pitch, um, anyone can beat anyone. Like so, um, it's all about on the day really, and um, you know who performs to the to the highest level will usually come out on top. And um, you know they've obviously been so good the last few years and and it's just up to us to, to reach those levels. And what about the Croaks game? Obviously it's like you've sort of proven that you can win it whichever way you want to win it. A uh, bit of a slow start obviously the last day and you managed to bat that to one side and, and come back which probably gives you a confidence in another guard as well but uh, Croaks obviously been knocking on the door a little bit over the last couple of years uh, and should be another belter. I'm sure you're uh, deep in preparation for them already. Yeah, no um, it'll be an extremely tough game um, you know, they have forwards there would make any team in the country, you know. So, um, you know, they have they're dangerous in in their own way. And um, look, we'll just get ourselves ready over next week, and uh, you know, we'll analyze them in the next in the next few days. But uh, you know, we probably have to reach a new level um, because obviously the last the last day, the first half wasn't good enough. So um, you know, we, we can't let that happen to us again because you know, Kilmacud will blow us out of the water if that happens to us. Adrian, you've been very good with your time. Uh, listen, best of luck in the final against uh, Kilmacud Croaks, and thanks a million for joining us this morning. Cheers, lads. Thanks, Adrian. Christophe. Adrian Mullen there, Ballyhill from Rocks, and Kilkenny. OTB AM with Gillette in association with Movember. Effortless shave, magnificent mode.